Hello, hello, and welcome back to Santana's Nerve Flow Podcast. I'm your host and the captain of this ship, Santana. So what I got for you today is another original video game movie, or should I say one of the first few video game adaptations into movies. We're talking about 1994's Street Fighter. Now let's get into it. So Street Fighter, this is, we're talking about the second major adaptation from a video game into a live action movie we started off with super mario brothers then the year before and then we had this classic this 90s classic street fighter let's see it was written and directed by steven uh Sosa, and he was a writer on quite a few uh 80s action movies like die hard um i think commando was one of his movies a bunch of the late 80s classic action movies so they brought him in to write and direct this movie he had a budget of of 35 million and it made let's see it made just under 100 million in the worldwide box office it made 99.4 so it definitely made a little bit of a profit especially on a 35 million budget so let's see who we got in the cast here playing the uh captain guy or should i say in this movie he was colonel Gaio. we got john claude van damme the great quote-unquote american hero john claude van damme and then also we have playing his adversary we got m bison played by the late great Raul Julia in his last uh, performance in his last movie before he passed away. Um, I believe he passed away from stomach cancer. And we also have playing Chung Lee. We got Ming Na Wen. We also have playing Cammy. We got Kylie Minogue. We got playing Ken. We got Damien Chapa. We got playing uh, Ryu or Ryu, as I should say. We got uh, Byron Mann. We got playing Zangief. We got Andrew um, Baranarski playing Dao C. We got Roshan Seth playing Sagat. We got West Studi playing E Honda. We got <laughs> we got not the Japanese, but the was he Hawaiian Samoan Peter uh, Navy. How you say his last name? Tua Sosopo. We got playing Vega. We got Jay Tavare playing Balrog. We got Grand Bush playing Captain Sawada, who apparently was supposed to play Ryu. We got uh, Kenya Sawada. Who else do we have? We have playing DJ. We got Miguel Nunez playing T-Hawk. We got Greg Rainwater. Uh, who else? We have Blanca. We got, he's played by Robert Mamone. I mean, there was quite a few cast in this movie. I mean, there's a lot of characters in the game, so definitely a lot of people in the movie. So like I said, this movie came out in 1994 and the year before we had Super Mario Brothers live action movie. So this was trying to be a step above the Super Mario Brothers. And it, I mean, it actually is quite a bit of above um it's not saying much because super mario brothers wasn't that good of a movie but they at least they tried they at least the character i gotta say that all the characters look more or less like their characters in the game uh they might have like changed a couple of the colors on their outfits but i mean more or less at least they tried um they for whatever reason they they changed everyone's background like uh <laughs> like uh dj i believe what is he's, he's like a jamaican kickboxer in this movie he's like a IT tech guy. We got Honda. He's supposed to be the sumo guy. He's uh he's like uh what is he? Just just drives the van, I think. <laughs> he's part of the camera crew. Uh who else? We have Balrog. He's supposed to be a boxer, but he he's like the camera camera holder for uh Chung Lee, who's a reporter in this movie. <laughs> it's like they changed everyone's back background, but I mean they try to make it fit for the story. I guess originally it was just supposed to be seven main characters, seven 
main cast members, but it just blew up to about what was it, like 15, 16 main characters in the movie. I mean, if you got all these characters in the game, I guess you want to put them all in the movie. So this movie has a lot of 90s cheese in it, but uh, I gotta say, it's it's pretty fun. Still watching it again, it, watching it recently, it's still really fun. Um, there's a lot of bright spots in the movie, like I gotta say, Raul Julia, I mean, for his last role before he passed away, I mean, he, he put in a performance in this one. He was definitely going over the top, putting it all in. Um, I believe he said that he did this movie for his kids because they were fans of the game um, or the games they had. They played the games and he really, like I said, he really went all in. He is quite, quite a formidable foe, quite a formidable villain. He's like a step above everyone else in the movie. He's he's doing like Shakespearean work in this movie <laughs> and everyone else is like in a B-level like action movie. But I mean, he put it all in and I gotta say it really shows. And like I said, this was his last movie before he passed. He was, he had just come off a of chemotherapy, I believe, for his stomach cancer. But um, he, he wasn't able to fight it completely off. So, but I mean, he was in it. I gotta say, he even in like the martial arts scenes, the action scenes, he's in it. You see his face and everything. He's all in it. Um, like he has quite a few uh, speeches and monologues that are really good. That really make you feel like, you know what? I, I kind of, I'm kind of feeling this guy. <laughs> but then you realize, no, he's, he's the villain, man. <laughs> I mean, he's really cool. There's a couple of scenes where he really steals the show. I mean, he has, he has some of the funniest lines in the movie too. I gotta say, there's a part where um, that Ken and Ken and Ryu are shown to be um, they because they were they were said to have killed Gaio, so that's how they got the in inside uh, Sagat's team, which led them into Bison's team, and they realized that Gaio's still alive. That it was a setup, <laughs> and Bison goes to Sagat because Sagat only has one eye. He covers his eye. He says, "Oh, I guess you didn't see that one coming." <laughs> and then he had another line with uh with Chung Lee. Chung Lee's like explaining her backstory to him, telling him that that Bison ruined his her life and destroyed her village and killed her dad and all the all this stuff and that she um she learned martial arts and she became a reporter to to get revenge and bison's like i i, I don't remember any of this <laughs> and then she's like what do you mean you don't remember any of this and then bison comes in with the with the ooh, with the zinger he's like i mean for you the day that bison came into your village was the most important day of your life but for me it was just a tuesday <laughs> I mean that that line still stands, man. I gotta say, he really he really did some work in this movie. He really put this movie like on his shoulders. I gotta say, and then you can't have a good villain without having the good hero. And our hero in this movie is Captain Guile, or no, they turn him into Colonel Guile, played by like I said, John Claude Van Damme. And I gotta say, I mean, I've heard stories about it. I, I've read uh, interviews and stuff, whatnot, that during this movie, John Claude Van Damme was so coked out of his mind like you can even see it in his eyes his eyes are always bugging out in the movie apparently he even admitted to doing like almost ten thousand dollars worth of cocaine <laughs> like a week during filming of this movie that's crazy like how, how did he even survive that bro? <laughs>
John Cla- only John Claude Van Damme, man. Apparently, he he would just go on 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 benders and stuff. He he disappeared for days at a time, and he just tell the, the director that he he had to go pump up his muscles and just disappear. I mean, it was wild, apparently. <laughs> but I mean, not for nothing. He I mean he 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 put in <laughs> he put in some work though. I mean, he's huge. He's legit huge. Like muscles on top of muscles, and he I mean he's a legit martial artist. So they picked a, a pretty good guy to play like i can't even imagine anyone else playing captain guy i keep saying captain colonel guy keep playing guy um the only thing they he didn't grow out his hair and do like the flat top like he he has in the game but he dyed his hair blonde at least or like a reddish blonde um <laughs> uh, i mean he 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 was something else there, i mean like i said he was coked out of his mind there's a few scenes like when he i think when he was driving the boat to, to sneak into um bison's lair or bison's uh country they, he, he just looks lost like the cameras just aren't him he's just staring into this into the sky <laughs> he's supposed to be driving the boat piloting the boat i mean but it is what it is man this is the 90s i guess all the big superstars were on on all all types of stuff i gotta say i mean as far as a plot of the movie it really it, it it doesn't stick too close to the to the video games i think they were trying to stick to uh super street fighter 2 and uh i think that was the main uh or street fighter 2 and Super Street Fighter 2 was the main plot that they were trying to follow but they I mean it's Street Fighter it's a tournament fighting game so they they stretched it out a little bit into this world domination plan I mean I think Bison always wanted world domination they they really stretched it out into into fake killing Gaio Cannon Ryu going undercover um Ming, uh not Ming Nong one she's the actress um Chung Lee uh going undercover also with uh Honda and Balrog, Sagat's playing both sides, Kenarayu's playing both sides. I mean, there's there's a couple a couple plot twists. I wouldn't say they're interesting or good, but at least they they tried. I gotta say, it is a lot more fun than Super Mario Brothers. Um, this this is the era that had a quite a few video game adaptations coming out. You had your Super Mario Brothers, you had your Street Fighter, you had your Double Dragon, and then you had the I gotta say the Big Daddy of them, the Mortal Kombat. At least the first one. The second one eh, wouldn't wouldn't put it up so high but i mean they at least they tried i mean you have like i said the the, the film is carried by raul julius bison and and john claude van damme's guile i mean like i said there's a lot of characters in the movie some people just have like a line or two lines here and there uh i mean it's supposed to be street fighter but there's a lot of gunfights in it a lot of shootouts i mean but not for nothing at the end of the movie there is actually quite a good good amount of action good amount of fighting in it i mean it all comes together at the end i guess like i said the movie starts out they're showing like news footage of bison taking over uh shadowloo um i guess it's like a whole country now and then he wants to turn it into what was it bison bisonopolis or something like that <laughs> i mean he had a big old sign and, and like many figures of his whole country that he wanted to do so the an uh it's kind of like the un i guess they're putting together a team to try to stop him but then he has hostages and he wants 20 billion 20 billion dollars i mean usually like terrorists ask for a couple hundred million maybe a billion he said no nah, i want 20 billion bucks i mean who's who's gonna pay that and of course the the military is gonna send in the squad led by captain Gaio, but they don't actually know where bison's hiding out at even though shadowloo apparently is a giant country like how do you not know where he's at but whatever we'll skip over that 
So from there we go to uh, like a, a gun gun deal, like a gun trading deal, gun selling deal. But Ken and Ryu, they're like armsmen. They're dealing guns to Sagat. But apparently <laughs> they're like suckering him and they, they still they sell like fake guns and whatnot. And Sagat already knows this. So Sagat gets all the guns and aims them at Ken and Ryu. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And then they all shoot all their guns. But like they're like Nerf guns. They shoot out little tennis balls. <laughs> like, like, it was pretty funny. And Sagat's like, you trying trying to play us and whatnot. And then eventually, like, the guy on his squad comes in. Or actually, even before that, they actually did have, like, a like a cage fight tournament going on with Vega inside it. Vega was fighting. Vega's the classic guy with, the with like, the Wolverine claws and the metal face mask. He's like a, like a Spanish matador, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so he's fighting a few people. And then they put Ryu in there to fight him. It's pretty cool, actually. They started building up the tension, building it up. They have a timer coming down. It goes back a minute. And it's about to go. Like the timer goes off, and they're about to start fighting. And and then like Gaio crashes into the building with like his military squad. And then they come in and they arrest everyone. So they end up taking Vega and Sagat and Ken and Ryu. They take them to I don't know some kind of military jail, I guess. And they realize that Ken and Ryu they're not really Sagat's boys. So they're like, oh, let's let's use them. Let's let's get them close to Sagat so Sagat could get them close to Bison and we can find out where Bison's hiding at. So Gaio comes up with this scheme of they're gonna have them break out of jail and and kill Gaio, like fake kill him and everyone's gonna think that they killed Gaio so they're, they can be trusted. They'll bring him to Bison and they pull this whole thing off. I mean, not for nothing, it looks pretty cool. I mean, when they break out, I mean, they, they stage like a little fight and they steal the guard's keys and then all of a sudden Sagat's like, yo, we, we buddies too, man. How about you let us loose and take us with you? They're like, all right. So they end up stealing the truck and Gaio jumps in front trying to stop them. This is like a big shoot out and then Ken quote unquote kills Gaio. <laughs> so then Sagat's like, all right, all right, we can trust you guys. And he ends up bringing them to Bison. And then we come to one of the like, I gotta think one of the funniest <laughs> scenes in the movie because Chung Lee, she realized because she throws like a, a tracking device on the truck, but then she realized that there's another tracking device and she follows it to the location to like where's the homing location. And she goes to the morgue or whatnot. She opens up, she sees uh Gaio there. <laughs> And the guy was just zip locked in there. And then she, all right. So she puts the blanket back on and then he just pops up like a zombie. <laughs> She's like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was just funny because what, what the hell was Gaio doing this whole time? He just laying there, like taking a nap this whole time, just sleeping until, until someone came and told him, all right, the coast is clear. You can get up. It seemed like at least a few hours, if not a day or so. <laughs> guy was just chilling in the morgue. <laughs> I thought I thought that was just hilarious. I don't know. <laughs> so Chung Lee ends up telling Gao her plan that she's in it to get revenge, that she's a fighter, this and that. And Gao's like, Nah, 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 nah. You can't be doing this for revenge. Go lock her up. Get her out of here because I'm doing this for revenge. <laughs> So, so Gaio builds the squad up because he knows where, um, I guess the tracking device was on Ken and Ryu. And Chung Lee also had a tracking device on them. So he starts building up the squad. And then you got to have the bureaucratic people coming in saying, look, you can't go fighting. We're going to pay the money. It's just uh, your typical bureaucratic nerd guy, <laughs> the lawyer the with the glasses. He tells Gaio, look, um, you, you, you can't go fighting. We're just going to pay the money. And Gaio's like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> you 
you'll pay him. You think he's not going to do it again and just ask for more money? <laughs> and, and he's like, well, you got to step down or you're going to be fired. Gal's like, screw this. I'm out. <laughs> so then Gal goes, he gives, he gives a speech because we had seen um, Bison giving speeches all throughout the first half of the movie. So now Gal is giving a speech to the military. He's talking about how he's going to go kick God, kick Bison's ass and, and the next Bison wannabe is going to feel it. And he's like, um, they killed our troops, but they want us to go home. They're going to give them the money and they want us to go home. He's saying something about they want us to go home. And then at the end, he's like, but I'm not going to go home. I'm going to go over there and kick Bison's ass. And then he's like, so who wants to go home and who wants to come with me? And like all these military fools, they just start cheering and yelling. <laughs> it was pretty funny because like while he's giving the speech, you see their faces. They just look like lost and zoned out until the end when he's like, and who wants to come with me and everyone all of a sudden they're they're raving they're cheering <laughs> and the military the not the military the bureaucratic lawyer guy he's just like you gotta you gotta tell them to stop and i was like I, you you fired me so i can't tell them anything we out <laughs> so eventually everyone's on the on the island or whatnot and bison's little island and i mean like i said the the end of the movie the last act is probably the best part of the movie because it has like really a lot of good action stuff going on a lot of good fight scenes going on different fights going on different styles i mean it's pretty cool i gotta say you have like zangief fighting honda and they they're like sumo wrestling fighting and they go into like the because bison has a motto of like the the country with all the buildings and everything and you see uh zangief and honda they're fighting on top breaking the buildings and they they put it on the tv screen and they're watching and there's like godzilla sounds in the background i thought that was pretty funny that i'm not gonna lie they end up going like through the ground fighting you have who else do you have ken and ryu has split up because ken wanted to go collect money and whatnot and get out of there and ryu's like we gotta help them like we're not bad guys here but then they come back together and then you have who you have you have ken fighting sagat and you have ryu fighting vega and he i mean they tried they did the hadouken i mean there was no fireball there was like a, a giant flash of light for a second but i mean at least they tried i mean they did the high duking they did the was the the dragon punch the the hurricane kick they did quite a few moves even gaio did the flash kick um there was like they tried i gotta say they did try but i said like i said the the ending in the movie is probably where where you get the most fun and excitement fun most fun and excitement from it was really cool it was really cool and then there was a little stinger like at the end after the credits like i mean just like uh what did it say like uh kind of like ninja turtles where shredder's hand comes up yeah bison's hand come up uh, saying that there was gonna be another movie but fortunately not for raul julian unfortunately i mean like i said the movie made money but <laughs> they, i think they were expecting a lot more so they never made an actual well they did make a sequel but it was like what 20 25 years later and it had like none of the none of the main cast come back they offered uh john claude van damme a chance to come back but he declined <laughs> i mean good thing because that well i think it was street fighter the legend of chung lee that movie was terrible <laughs> but overall the movie was really fun it has like i said it had a lot of good easter eggs in it at one point you see the capcom the capcom sign um like bison's hovercraft thing is the controls are just like an arcade control system at 
one point he thinks that he kills uh, Gaio in his boat. He blows him up, and then he just he proclaims, "Game over." <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a few cool Easter eggs in it. I mean, like I said, those good fight scenes for what they for what they could do in the early '90s. I mean, the the hero and the villain, especially the villain, was really good. They tried to stuff in as many of the characters that they could. Um, like Blanco was in it, kind of. I mean, he didn't have any really electric powers. Um, Dalsim was in it, and he didn't really like stretch his arms and legs or anything. But they he, they tried. They tried to put people in it. I mean, overall, it's really really fun time. Um, if, if I were to give it a rating, like definitely like a solid six and a half. I gotta say, just on because it's so fun and a lot of nostalgia factor. I used to watch it all the time as a kid. It was really it's, it's fun stuff. I mean, I probably watched Mortal Kombat a lot more, but definitely definitely I mean definitely like a six point five. I want to say definitely a step above Super Mario Brothers. Um, a step above like Double Dragon. It's like right there, at least with the first uh Mortal Kombat movies. Definitely better than the second Mortal Kombat movie. But overall, it, it's definitely a fun time. I definitely gotta say if if you've never seen Street Fighter, like the original Street Fighter motion picture, you definitely gotta give it a shot. Cause it'll it'll get you in. It'll hook you in right at the beginning with all the bison stuff. I mean, like I said, there's a, co- a couple cool zingers and one liners, a couple funny parts. Uh, did I mention when um Zangief had, had said to change the channel because they were watching on the screen on the monitor like there was a truck full of bombs coming and they can see like it's like an open garage door or something. They can see the truck coming and they look back on the screen. It's the same thing. And Zangief's like, quick, change the channel. <laughs> And everyone look at him like, you dumbass. <laughs> I mean, there's funny stuff like that, like sprinkled throughout the movie. So it's definitely a fun time to be had, especially um, someone who hasn't seen it. Like, well, this is a really, really fun early 90s action uh, video game adaptation movie, I got to say. I would definitely say give it a shot. You never know. You might love it. I mean, you might also hate it. But hey, if you hate it, you can go and talk about how much you hate it or how much you love it. And with that being said, let me talk to you about one of our affiliates and my affiliate i'm talking about buzzsprout today is a great day to start your own podcast whether you're looking for a new marketing channel or have a message you want to share with the world or you just think it'd be fun to have your own talk show podcasting is an easy inexpensive and fun way to expand your reach online buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch promote and track your podcast your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like apple Podcasts, spotify google podcast and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard and when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over hundreds and thousands of podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Like I said, Buzzsprout, I, I always I always use Buzzsprout with my podcast. I've never had any issues with it. I mean, like I said, it's super easy to use. You just record, they, they can fix it up for you and you just put it out there for everyone to listen. So like I said, if if you're interested, you can use the link in my description and you have a $20 credit for a paid sign up to Buzzsprout. That's Buzzsprout. B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T. Once again, that's Buzzsprout. And if you want a $20 credit for a paid sign up, use the link in my in my description. And with that being said, this was Street Fighter, the movie, another classic early 90s video game adaptation. And with that being said, it looks like the ship has returned to the dock as always ladies and gentlemen guys and gals thank you for listening and i'll catch you on the next one have a good one